Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and let's go through the June 2010 CTSS quiz. We have 10 terrific cases for you, and some of them are really spectacular. I mean, they're all really spectacular, but some are really, really spectacular. This is a great case. I asked you what are the findings here, and I've never quite seen one like this. If you look at the axial imaging, there's a, a big vascular structure to the left of the aorta. And you can think about a lot of things, maybe a dilated venous structure, but then you look at the 3D and you see it's a dilated venous structure, but it's not a gonadal vein, which I was considering just from that one slice, but it's this huge IMV. It's an IMV aneurysm. I've never seen one. This patient had cirrhosis and portal hypertension, but I've never quite seen one looking like that. Just a spectacular case. This case has a very interesting finding. The patient has an aortic aneurysm, and I've only shown you one slice. But what you see with the aneurysm is the duodenum in the second portion is kind of entrapped by the aneurysm. There's a little tiny air bubble there. Aortoenteric fistulas are rare. They have high morbidity, high mortality, and this is an aortic enteric fistula. If you pick it up early, you can operate, but it still has high morbidity and mortality. Again, typical zones where it occurs is in the region where the second and third portion of the duodenum cross uh, the aorta. So just a very nice example. This patient had back pain. This case is an interesting one, and it makes the point how difficult things are. This was a post-op patient had complicated cardiac surgery looking for a source of the patient's fever, and you see this high-density material on the axial imaging, and you see it also on the MIP imaging I gave you. Now, you could think maybe it's surgical clips. The patient has a bunch of wires and clips in place, but there's no clips back there. That's posterior metastinum. What is that? Well, actually, that's a retained sponge. That's the barium off the sponge. This patient had complicated surgery, was bleeding. They put packing in. Foreign bodies still remain a problem, and particularly this case, I've never quite seen one of the posterior metastinum. It was an anterior surgical approach, obviously. You see the uh, medial stenotomy, but just can be very difficult. The surgery was very complicated, but again, foreign bodies, this had to be uh, removed by another surgical approach. This is a terrific case, a cystic mass, tail of pancreas, well-defined, maybe you can find a septation, what could it be? Well, there's no dilated duct, so it's not going to be an IPMN typically. Cystic adenocarcinoma, I just made that up, there's no such thing probably. Islet cell tumors can be cystic, but they have enhancing rims, or at least some enhancement. This is a beautiful example of a cystic lesion, and in a female, middle-aged female, you're thinking serous cyst adenoma, and that indeed is what this was. This case is a nice example. If you look at the axial images, you can see the spleen is not enhancing at all. That's a global infarction. There's also a lesion in the pancreas. This is an interesting case. This patient had multiple infarcts. If you also look at the first image, you see the celiac occluded. So the celiac occlusion, splenic occlusion, splenic infarction, pancreatic lesions, patient had SMA occlusion. This patient died a few days later, just had a widespread coagulopathy. It wasn't clear what the primary was. I guess theoretically it could be pancreas, but the patient had multiple pancreatic lesions, had bone lesions. So in this case, the best diagnosis is number B, uh, splenic infarction. This case I'm showing you just to give you an idea where cardiac CT is going. What is this case? Well, what you're looking at is first a 3D map of the patient's ventricular chamber and then perfusion mapping. And that's something you routinely can do now with cardiac CT. Uh, the software is available on many different workstations. So the answer was perfusion mapping of a cardiac CTA. Just a very nice case. 
This next case, I asked you what's the best diagnosis, and I gave you four good possibilities. But you're looking at as a large mass infiltrating and replacing a good portion of the spleen with an exophytic component. Angiosarcoma is a possibility, but those are very vascular, and this isn't. This really doesn't look like an abscess. It really looks more mass-like. Could be METS. Melanoma might come to mind. And METS can be big, but usually it's multiple. This is a solid lesion, and so to me, the best diagnosis is lymphoma. There's no adenopathy that we can see. This is primary splenic lymphoma. Very nice diagnosis. Now, I asked you what study this image is a part of. And you can see I'm showing you some markers from the umbilicus to a vessel, and that vessel is a branch of the inferior epigastric. And we are doing this study as part of a breast reconstructive surgery. We find the inferior epigastrics. It used to take the surgeon with ultrasound one and a half to two hours to find it. They often weren't successful. These vessels are small. They might cut it by accident. CT were like 100% successful. The surgeon now takes five minutes finding the vessel based on our markers. So breast reconstructive surgery, DIEP flap planning is what it's called. Just a very nice example, something you might consider in your hospital if you're doing a lot of breast reconstructive surgery. Now this is a nice case. Um, this is one of those cases sometimes it's hard to look at just with a few images. But what you can see here is you look at the patient's aortic arch, it is right-sided. And then you see a vessel coming off, which is the anomalous left subclavian artery. Not very tricky in this case. It is true, answer A is a right aortic arch, that's true. An anomalous left subclavian, that's true as well. Answer B is not an anomalous right subclavian, but the best answer is D because it has both findings. So very nice case. Now in this case, I asked you what the halo sign is. Now, halo signs, if I showed you lung, you might think about aspergillosis, and if I showed you colon, you might think about it. Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis. But in a patient who's had cryoablation, this is a classic post-operative appearance, and it's normal. There was a recent article speaking about this, making the point, don't confuse it with an angiomyolipoma, and don't worry about recurrence or abscess, and this is just a normal post-operative appearance. So that's June, 10 terrific cases. Hopefully you got them all right, and if you, can get them, you didn't get them all right, hopefully you learned something about them. And with that, I'll see you in July.